do you pull out your hair, maybe your eyelashes, your eyebrows, or even your hair um, on your head? Do you pick at your skin and wonder what's wrong with you or what is going on? There's actually a name for these. And as we're going through our series on demystifying the DSM, today we are talking about trichotillomania, which is um, pulling out your hair. We often see eyebrows, eyelashes, sometimes um, actual hair or excoriation, which is skin picking. So these disorders, I'm doing them together because the criteria is almost identical and the cause um, is probably very similar. So what is the criteria for uh, this DSM big long names? Uh, I am Christy Bundekmar, psychiatric nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. And I run a practice with almost 4,000 clients, and we often see trichotillomania and excortation um, as either a comorbid symptom or sometimes the presenting symptom. So what, uh, what is the criteria? There's this recurrent um, pulling out or picking at the skin. And the second criteria that is that there's repeated attempts to stop but the person feels like they can't stop. They have tried willpower and positive thinking and they've, they've done these things um, and they just can't stop. There's, uh, and the, the, uh, the most important um, thing is that there's clinically significant uh, impairment in function, right? Um, we've had people who were, their whole eyebrows are gone. They don't have any eyelashes. There's patches of hair gone from their head. There's, you can see um, scars and sores on their skin from picking, right? That's a clinical significant impairment. And then the last criteria is always this, not due to a medical condition or a mental health condition. I'll tell you with these two conditions, I almost always, or at least in the clinical practice, always is a comorbid to either a generalized anxiety, a major depression, maybe bipolar disorder. It's typically a comorbid uh, symptom of, you know, a treatment, a, something that we can treat, okay? Um, we also see this in substance use, specifically meth. Um, unfortunately, meth is really messing up those dopamine pathways and receptors and impulse control. And uh, we often see the um, picking of the skin uh, with comorbid uh, meth use. So what do we do for this? Um, I do believe that we need to treat it likely with medication. Um, again, with all of these things, cognitive behavioral therapy is the initial treatment of choice. But if you're meeting the criteria of having repeated attempts to stop, that means that this behavioral, this choice piece is extremely difficult. And I always tell people, if you are trying your hardest with, you know, uh, to make good choices or to stop a behavior and you really feel like you can't, we probably need to treat you for something. Okay, specifically um, with these two disorders, I would say treating impulse control, um, 
you know, would be a big thing, right? Because this is impulse control. Treating anxiety, it is likely anxiety that is um, the underlying cause of these two behaviors. So, you know, we would definitely, if you are trying your hardest and you cannot stop, please consider um, medication. In the clinic environment, I often see this um, comorbid to generalized anxiety, um, comorbid to major depression, and those things are very treatable, right? Let's get um, increased neurotransmission, and there are healthy alternative um, non-medication ways to increase neurotransmission, you know, like exercise and sunlight. But if you're doing those things and you are still depressed, still anxious, can't stop this behavior, consider an antidepressant. Bring the, those neurotransmitters up so that there's more uh, to communicate and to help you make the choices that you wanna make. The other big part of these two disorders is impulse control. And in ADHD, um, substance use, and in bipolar and some other conditions, we have a pretty significant impairment in impulse control. What is impulse control? That ability to stop yourself when you want to stop yourself, okay? Uh, and there's medications to treat impulse control. ADHD medications, yes, but I kind of shy away from stimulant type ADHD medications. So we could work on norepinephrine, norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, um, like uh, Stratera, for kids, we've got a, a new Q-Belvi. Um, and, uh, you know, for adults, we've got Cymbalta, which is an antidepressant and a norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. So if we increase norepinephrine, we could potentially help that impulse control. So um, medication, if this is significantly impairing your function and you are trying, please consider medication um, for these disorders. Uh, they are actually very common in our clinic, but typically comorbid to, you know, an anxiety, a depression, or a bipolar disorder, right? These, you know, this is just one of those things that, that could just be a symptom of what's going on underneath, okay? So part of your mental health journey is having insight into yourself and into your choices, um, and that is mental strength right? Being able to assess that and then make choices uh, that are healthier for you. I believe in you. I believe that you are mentally strong. If you got to the end of the video, you obviously enjoyed some of the content. I have a lot of free content out there. I am really trying to empower everyone to find their mental strength. So subscribe, get the actual notifications, and let's, it, let's embrace this journey of mental strength. See you there.